This is Cliff Central's birthday month, and we'll be celebrating uncensored, unscripted, unradio with Savannah Premium Cider. Join me and the rest of the Cliff Central crew at Movida in Sunninghill on Friday the 29th at 9 p.m. for our first birthday party ever. Doors open at 9 p.m. Email info at movida.co.za for pre-bookings. For more information, find Savannah Premium Cider Facebook or Twitter and all the details on cliffcentral.com. It's our party and we'll drive we want to. On radio. On radio. More of the good stuff. Cliffcentral.com. This is Lisa the Lesbian and you are listening to CliffCentral.com. What a beautiful, wonderful Friday it is indeed. Today I am very honored to have the winner of Miss Gay Josie and the organizer of Miss Gay Josie in studio. Ladies, welcome. Hello. So first up there, Zaza, you are the organizer, right? I'm the coordinator, yes. The coordinator. And then Acer, you are the actual winner. Congratulations. Thank you so much. So is this one of your first beauty pageants you've won? No. That's actually my eighth. Your eighth? Yeah, oh, but wow. it's my third since I've turned androgynous. Oh, wow. Okay, androgynous. Explain. No, I'm an androgynous model. Mm-hmm. I started in 2010 and until today, yes. Oh, okay. So what goes into organizing an event like this? Or first of all, where do you start? What makes you sit down and say, we want to do a Miss Gay Josie? Well, it actually started off with the club Simply Blue Owners. And we've been hosting a lot of the pageants at the club itself. We've hosted the Miss Simply Blue, Mr. Simply Blue, and Miss Black Pride pageants. Okay. And those tend were very well, you know, um, accepted in the or in the community. Then we felt that we needed to go bigger, mm-hmm. and we just thought, what could be bigger than the three pageants that we have and so the owners came up with the idea of having the Miss Gay Josie and so this is actually our third year running the Miss Gay Josie pageant. Okay and how long does it take you to organize an event like this? Well we started in January this year and so yeah so it literally took us about five months. Five months, okay. Yeah. And getting sponsorships in that for events like this, is it, um, do you find it quite daunting? Well, to be honest with you, we have for the past three years mm-hmm. been running the pageant on our own, um, the Club Simply Blue, and we've had very few sponsorships. So sponsorships being quite daunting, yes, but also very little. Okay. Yeah. And Aza, well, how do you prepare for something like this? So, I mean, you're not actually involved in the organizing and that. How do you prepare yourself mentally and physically? Is there like 20 hours in gym every day, buffing up? Or what is it that you do to prepare yourself? You should have seen me when I went for auditions. I have this <laughs> big tummy. I was a bit overweight. But after I was chosen to be one of the finalists, I started, I don't work out. Mm-mm. I just started going on diet, you know, I bought a West trainer <laughs> and then I just limited my food, drank a lot of water, just that, uh, just to prepare for the show. And yes, it was a great outcome at the finals because I really lost something. Okay. And what made you decide to enter this competition though? I, I remember wanting to enter in 2013. Mm-hmm. I was still living in Pretoria. So I wasn't sure whether I should try or not because it's a job event. Okay. So this year, 
I remember in January, I, I started uh, going on to their uh, Facebook page, you know, getting information on the internet, mm-hmm. on when was the auditions and all that. And since they came out with the audition date, it's there that I, I said, yeah, let me just go give it a try. And yes. Okay, now how do you audition for this? What What is involved in the auditioning? All right, so what the committee members decide is for the auditions, we have to choose the top 12, mm-hmm. but what they have to do as the contestants is basically show and prove their worth of being one of the top 12. And what we normally do is we have a garden party at the club mm-hmm. and we have all the girls who have basically entered and they will then come and they will take We'll, we'll take them to the processes of the different outfits that they have to wear, which okay. is your swimwear and a cocktail. Okay, so let's talk about swimwear. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was watching uh, Facebook and Facebook stalking the events as well because I unfortunately I couldn't attend. And um, in the photos, nothing is visible. So I want to know where do you tuck it? Can I ask that? Am I allowed to ask that? Because, I mean... <laughs> okay, so the ladies are pointing at each other right now, going, "You take this one." So, um, Miss Gay Josie, Asa, you wanna you wanna take this one and tell me how that works? <laughs> <laughs> You're putting me in a corner now. <laughs> I've, I think from my side, um, what I've noted is that a lot of the girls have different tactics. Oh, okay. Or at least Those tactics, tactics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on how they basically do it. And so I wouldn't really say there's one way of doing mm-hmm. it. It's just comfortability. Okay. And so each of them have their way of how they will hide it. Okay, so as a as a judge, does it have to be hidden? Do you look for visibility or what is the requirement for the winner? I mean, when you look at that person on stage and you're picking the winner, what are you looking for? Okay, if we basically, we, we select our six judges, Mm-mm-mm. we send them the criteria. Oh, okay. And so with that, they know exactly what to look for in the next Miss Gay Josie. Okay. And with that, yes, those kinds of things are looked at is how hidden is it? It's about the grace. It's about poise. It's about elegance. Mm-mm-mm. It's about how you portray being a female. Okay. You know, so that's basically the essence of what we look for in the next Miss Gay Josie. Okay, so for those of you that are listening and you haven't gotten it yet, yes, Miss Gay Josie is not for a bunch of ladies. It's not for lesbians. It's actually for le- for female impersonators. Do I have that right? That is yes. correct. Okay. <laughs> now, as the winner of Miss Gay Josie, Asa, please tell me, what is expected of you? I mean, um, you've now got this wonderful title. What is expected of you to now do until you hand your title over again next year? This title is not for me only as a person, but I believe that it's for the LGBTI community around yes. the Joburg area. It's, it depends on how I should use it and how should I should utilize it. This title will help me get a lot uh, to do a lot of campaigns Mm-mm-mm. that I've already planned uh, that I'll, I've I've actually put a list for what I want to do and what I want to use the title for. So I believe that. I reach to what I want to do with the title because it's not for me as a person, but for the LGBTI community in the Joburg area. Okay, and what is it that you're passionate about? What do you want to use the title for then? 
I actually, my biggest concern is the, his own homosexuals. Mm-hmm. So I want to use the title to host the awareness campaign. So I get, I, I reach out to the disowned uh, homosexuals around the Joburg area so that their families, uh, relatives and friends could just accept them back. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's my main your main focus. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, that's fine. So, so, and tell me, what do you guys hope to aim at this? So, what is your end result that you actually want with hosting an event like this? Okay, now, um, for us, the Miss Gay Josie is enriching mm-hmm. and empowering the gay community. Okay. It's also focused on the heterosexuals mm-hmm. um, to give to make them basically also aware that you know we are still human beings, yes. you know. And for us, we we invite a lot of heterosexuals to come to this pageant so that they can see that you know what we are not just a bunk, bunch of mockery. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or some sort of slanderous people that they feel that they can just go about, mm-hmm. you know, talking and discussing about. Um, so, for us, that is basically what we want to do mm-hmm. in the mis- in, through the Miss Gay Josie pageant. Okay. And what plans do you guys have for next year's show? Have you learned anything from the past three years? Is there anything you want to go bigger, go better? What have you learned from this experience? Okay. So... W- the committee met and so we basically I have this vision that my fifth year will be a pinnacle point Mm -mm -mm. and that's basically what I am focusing on but from year one I made a promise to the gay community and to every supporter of Miss Gay Josie that every year will be better Mm -hmm. and I think that we have managed to do that and I am definitely going to keep to my promise that every year will be better and bigger. So year four, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> and now Asa, tell me where to from year for you? I mean, you've now already been crowned Miss Gay Josie. Is there something bigger? Is there something better for you after this? Well, I mean, there's always something better, but I mean, for you yourself, what is it that you foresee? Uh, I believe that this title it's big and it'll actually take me to the things that I want to do. Mm-mm. Since I want to have a modeling agency and be an event Mm-mm. personally. So I think this will actually give me a platform Mm-mm. to start somewhere, to get somewhere. So in future, I would like to have my own modeling agency. And for people that I need to pitch about it, since I'll be telling them that I'm the Miss Gay Josie and, or oh, I was the Miss Gay Josie, I think it will actually give me a platform. Okay. And what, my dreams, yes. what kind of modeling do you do? I mean, is this the only kind of modeling that you do um, female impersonating or do you do any kind of other modeling as well? Back then, yes, I used to do, I used to be like a guy model. <laughs> but well, so, look, let me first of all say this, you're absolutely stunning. You, you are so, so, much. so beautiful. Thank you so much. Uh, back then, I was a guy model until mm-hmm. 2010 when I started when I told myself that no, I need some transformation, mm-hmm. and I believe that since then, like you can even see now, I can't, I can't do guy stuff anymore. I can't, <laughs> I can't pose like a guy anymore. So I think I've really transformed to okay. being a gay woman. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so do you identify as a gay woman now? 
That's a tough question. <laughs> <laughs> Very tough. Way. But yes, you do. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Okay, that's great. And Asa, for you, I mean, you've also got a full time. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, Zaza, you've also got a full time job. You doing this part time? You just doing this merely for the love of it? Yes, I do. Um, I'm very passionate about it, and mm-hmm. uh, I come from the performing arts, basically. Oh, okay. And so, you know, my passion is still there, and I'm hoping that one day that this will become a full time thing for me. So, mm-hmm. not only Miss Gay Josie, but I see bigger and better events and pageants. Okay. So, yeah. Now, I have a question. Why is there no Ms. Lesbian Josie? I see Mr. Gay South Africa, Ms. Gay Josie. There's a Mr. Gay Pretoria. There's gay everything, but the lesbians are nowhere. Can anybody please tell me why the hell not? Okay. Club, <laughs> Club Simply Blue actually used to have a lesbian Pageant. Oh, okay. Yes, and so what happened was, it's th- there was a lack of participation from the lesbian community. A lack of lesbians. That's participation, <laughs> not a lack of <laughs> a lack oh, of participation. Those, okay. So basically, you know, I, I I think they just felt that they didn't really want to enter, okay. and so it really just diminished. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Do you think I have what it takes? <laughs> of course you do. Uh, you know, I love you. That's the <laughs> exact answer that I was looking for. And if you can get us some lesbians who would love to enter, I promise you I will have a lesbian pageant every year. Okay, lesbians, <laughs> this is a challenge for all of you out there. If you would like to be involved or you would like to enter this uh, lesbian Josie, please hit me up at Lisa Lesbian. That's L-I-Z-A and lesbian of an S, as you all know. And uh, let's see what we can make happen sometime soon. <laughs> okay, so we, we were speaking briefly about what goes into the preparation of something like this. Okay. Now, after you've won a competition of this, do you just let go and you go and you go have some hamburgers and chips and milkshakes? Because I'm telling you now, I've been on this banting thing for a while. And when I look at a burger, it's like seeing a hot naked chick you just want to grab. <laughs> so what is it that you do after you've won? Are you on a little bit of a break now or is this where the things start getting serious? Yes, this is definitely where things start getting serious. I love food, I must say. <laughs> but I think it now I need to limit Mm-mm. until my reign has come to an end. Ooh. Or just continue living like this. Because like I told you, while I was still preparing, I was a bit rough, you know. So I had to lose something. I wish I could just maintain it forever. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because it's not fine to not be healthy, you know. So since I'm in pageantry, I believe that you should be in in great shape every time. Okay. Yes. So tell me, how do you guys fit in with all the other organizations within Johannesburg and Pretoria, like um, Gay Pride and all those things? Do you get involved? Is there one big community that gets together and say, okay, guys, now we're going to all do this big showdown at Pride or that? How do you guys kind of fit into that, if you even fit into that? Hmm. <laughs> I see. So, so uh, the reason for my question is the following. I mean, we've spoken to quite a few of the different organisations from Gay mm-hmm. Pride, Johannesburg, Pretoria, and we've. I have personally noticed there's a big, uh, a big lapse between all of them, and there isn't a big support 
um, you know, I think across the board. Now, personally, I think that if we had all these events that just kind of combined, I'm not saying you have one big event and crown all these people in one mm-hmm. go, but I mean, I surely think it'll be a bigger and better platform for the entire gay community to have that kind of, um, you know, that kind of support from everybody. So I think mm-hmm. from my, my actual question then basically would be, how do you foresee that? Mm. You know, uh, uh, the saddest thing, Lisa, is that we are our own worst enemies Mm-mm-mm. in the gay community is that there is no support Mm-mm. from the gay people themselves, you know, and it's sad that they are the same people who actually try to bring you down or, you know, or bring us down. Um, so, you know, we, we need to start with ourselves first in, in terms of actually getting rid of all the animosity within our own gay community. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we are very, as, as Ms. Gay Josie and all our other titles, um, and together with Club Simply Blue, we are very supportive of other pageants, mm-hmm. um, especially in the townships. So we, we support them, um, whenever there's events. Um, we go as far as Pretoria. We've been to the Western Cape. We've been to KZN. And we've basically gone and supported our other mm-hmm. fellow gay communities in these other provinces. So from our side, I feel that we do have that support structure in place. But it would be grateful and appreciative if we actually had that reciprocated to us. Mm-hmm. How do you think we go about doing something like that? Stop the animosity. Where do you think animosity comes from, though? I think it's... These are tough questions. I eh? know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's it's like, within the gay community, it's always so difficult. And I mean, I came to hear from you guys from a friend of a friend on Facebook. And I mean, there's a lot of these events that we're actually not aware of. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if there was, I think, one big platform where we just all went and saw, oh, this is happening this weekend, this is happening, and everybody kind of stood together... You know, we won't seem to be as segregated, and I think mm-hmm. we do become our own worst enemies. Yeah. And you were talking about the mockery that people are making of the gay community and that, mm-hmm. and I think this is a reason why. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because you've got half the flamboyant ladies running mm-hmm. around, mm-hmm. you know, singing and praising and whatever else, and then you get the other half trying to be serious and portray a very mm-hmm. serious image. So mm-hmm. how do we bring that together? Do you think someone like you have the power to bring it together, you know, with your events? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I have the power, but I do believe that one person at a time, we can make a difference. And, you know, as I said, it's only our third year. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what I basically love to do is I am very supportive of my girls. I'm very supportive of my sisters. Mm-hmm. Let me put it that way. So, you know, if I know for a fact that I have one of my sisterhoods who is either in need or in dire of a wig or a hairpin or something, you know. <laughs> it, it, it starts there, you know. It starts with the little things that we do okay. for each other. And when we learn to appreciate, love, and accept mm-hmm. each other, then we can become such a better and greater gay community. That's fantastic. And yeah. so I honestly, I feel that, you know, I can make the difference mm-hmm. and I will make the difference and I'm taking it one step at a time. Oh, fantastic. Okay, so as a 
I told you before you're looking stunning. Now, what goes into making you this beautiful? How long does it take you to get ready before you now appear? <laughs> Just few minutes, hey? <laughs> uh, I don't believe that. And I'll tell you why. You got your half an hour before the show started and you were in that bathroom literally until a minute or two. Before we actually had to go on air So come on girl, give us your tops No, I think it takes minutes I think you just need to be professional and know what you're doing I don't take forever in the mirror If mm-hmm. you got it, you got it Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> okay Okay, and tell me So is there any kind of specific makeup that you like? Is there any kind of, you know, things that you don't do That you do do? So if anybody else wanted to try and get into this And they don't know even where to start What would your advice be to them? Just don't use cheap makeup. <laughs> cheap I don't, makeup, okay. Yeah, please don't use cheap makeup. I believe that, okay, not expensive, but something that you can afford. Mm-hmm. But don't go for cheap makeup. It will ruin your face. Because, you know, the face is like your... How can I put it? Like this, it's what people need to see. <laughs> Thank window. you. Your window. Thank you. Your so, window. Yay. Your window. So... Do, do not go for cheap makeup because it you definitely ruin your face. Okay. So as a lesbian, I never wear makeup. And I don't, it's, it's not a lesbian thing. It's a Lisa thing. <laughs> um, I've never felt comfortable with wearing makeup. So when you look at a lesbian and you go, well, you've got the boobs, you've got the body, you've got the face. Don't you just go, <clears throat> what a waste? No, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. A person does what they want to do. Hey, mm-hmm. you just need to. To be sure of who you are and just express the way you feel. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't do something just to impress people. Mm-hmm. Do what you love and do what's best for you. Okay. Yes. Now, how do you girls walk on those hills? Please, you gotta, is there some kind of trick? So I'm planning on getting married sometime soon and I would like <laughs> to look like a real pretty little girl on my wedding day, like all ladies do. Mm-hmm. So, how do you wear heels? I mean, I just, I just, I can't. I've, I've tried. I just cannot. I believe that it comes natural, hey? Mm. I think, I think we were born this way. <laughs> <laughs> or should I say born this gay? Um, I, I remember I started wearing heels when I was very small. Oh, yeah. And I used to, you know, when you, the, the same size as your mother's feet at that time. Um, and I started wearing heels a long time. And I just felt myself so much more comfortable in heels Mm -mm -mm. that now I even have a joke where I say I feel so much better in my heels than I would in my slippers. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so ladies, where do we keep in touch with you? Where do we find you from here? Okay, um, Miss Gay Josie has its own Facebook page. We have our own Twitter handle as well. And its Facebook page is... Miss Gay Josie. Mm-mm-mm. And if there are any, if there is anybody who would like to follow us, it's on Facebook, Miss Gay Josie. And then I think, um, I can be followed on my Facebook account, which is Zaza Whitney Gabor Houston. Okay. ZSA dash wow. ZSA. Explain <laughs> Zaza Whitney Gabor Houston. Okay. Zaza Whitney Gabor Houston were um, two of my favorite icons ever. Mm-hmm. Jaja Gabor, the French mm. actress. Oh, okay. And Whitney Houston. Oh, fantastic. So full. So what I did was I just thought, let's be unique, let's be diverish. And I just used the two, my two favorite icons, and I said, 
That will be my name. Oh, fantastic. Okay, so that's Zaza and then um, Miss Gay Josie. Asa, yourself, how do we keep in touch with you or do we just reach you via the Miss Gay Josie page? No, no I've got my own Facebook page, mm-hmm. which is Agricious Aisa Machimana. It's Aisa with a Y. Yes, so whoever would like to see what Miss Gay Josie will be doing for the rest of the year, Mm -hmm. my projects and everything, which is hit me on Facebook, check my Facebook page and see what my projects will be looking like for the year. Oh, fantastic. Ladies, thank you so much for coming in again. Congratulations on your crowning. Thank you. Uh, It's been really great having you girls in studio and I hope to catch up with you again soon. Lisa the Lesbian and you are back on cliffcentral.com. Today, one of my guests is no stranger to the rest of the Cliff Central team, um, and uh, he almost needs no introduction. Onizi. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> I feel so honored after those two guests you had just now. Weren't they lovely? Yeah, they were. Absolutely they were. beautiful, hey? Were. Duncan walked out of here with an erection. That's how I knew. That's how I know guests are great. <laughs> Duncan walks out with a ginormous erection. How are you guys doing? Good and you, man. Cool. It actually feels good to be here. We've talked about this for a while now. We've talked about this for a very, very long time. So yeah. for you that don't know what we're doing today, um, on Wednesday was Onizi's birthday. Happy birthday, buddy. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Happy birthday. And uh, every straight man's dream is to be in a room with a bunch of lesbians and get to ask them all those questions. You know those weird, odd ones like, do you like dildos? How do you have sex? All those kind of weird shits. And I thought, yes. why not give you the opportunity today to do exactly that? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm happy to do it. Like, uh, uh, no, but you're right. You're right. I don't know why we're fascinated with the idea as men. Um, but I also sometimes think, um, you know, it's, it's, it's all perception more than anything else. Like if, uh, I was probably thrown into a room full of lesbians. I probably wouldn't know what to do. You'd be scared shitless. Yeah. If I'm in a room with a bunch of lesbians, I'm scared shitless. Yeah. <laughs> imagine you. No, but uh, look, I don't even know where to start. I've got so, so many questions. Okay. Before we jump on those questions, let me just introduce me, my lovely, beautiful wife on the left hand side. Cassandra is joining us today. Mm. Hello, and um, I, I think Cassandra is here to make sure that I keep myself in in tone as well, and I don't no, get not at all. And you remain loose. No, this is this is like your only opportunity to just, you know, hang loose. I guess hang let loose. It all, like that, let it that's all. his job to hang loose. Well, There's hang nothing lo- loose well, on this. You know, hang I'm loose and then just loose. Uh, talk about anything that you want to talk about. I guess <laughs> I'm all open. You know, 
Okay, so wow. do, <laughs> so okay, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I'm, what I meant to say was, I'm, you know, opens a conversation where that may leave. You know, I don't know. Anisa, you uh, have never been, been in this situation. Cassandra. Okay, uh, listen, don't worry, I won't be, I won't be hard on you. It's fine. You, <laughs> you know, it's okay. I'll, I've I've experienced hard before, so it's fine. Ooh, I have that effect on men. Okay. What can I say? <laughs> she's not actually joking. You know, it's very bad. So Cassandra is really, really beautiful for those of you that haven't seen uh, her. Yet. Thanks for she the credits. I don't really, and you know, humbleness. Humble, you know, humble. wherever we go, men are constantly <laughs> all over. I have my hands full, not full of boobs as I would love to, but literally full in actually trying to keep the men away from her. Well, okay. yeah, I guess you're right. Even Listen, the old does men. it flatter you? It when, does. When, when you know, it's, it's like a compliment that I don't really know how to receive unless it was a woman. Then I completely take it on. Excuse me? I'm just joking. <laughs> just joking. But no, I don't know. I think I play the humble pie like, oh, thank you. She always pretends that she doesn't know she's hot. Don't you hate when women do that? Yeah, but actually, it's annoying. It's very annoying. When they downplay I mean, it. Yeah, you know, like no. when people come up to me, I go, yeah, I know, I'm hot, fuck yes, I'm smoking it because I'm so hot. You know, yeah, I just, like I, why I not embrace it? it. <laughs> you do earn it. <laughs> you do earn it. But um, I don't know. I, I guess I don't notice, notice really. I don't know. I think I've just got the hot... Uh, Hot thing about me. I don't know. I don't know. She I still doesn't notice, but she stands in the mirror every morning for about 20 minutes going, mm-hmm. That's hey, baby, how you I've doing? I've got to make my eyes right, you know. I've got to make sure I look <laughs> good. I, I was actually going to ask you, um, you obviously live together. Yes, we, we do. do. Now, uh, is it the same dynamic as us men and women, uh, where we, uh, before we go out, one of us spends a lot more time in front of the mirror? Is it the same vibe or is it different in any way? I think it is kind of like the same vibe. Um, Lisa takes longer in the shower. I'm okay. kind of like a wash and wear. Okay. Pick a shirt, you know. Lisa's so, like, I have to blow hair dry my hair. And I'm like, I don't need to. I just wear it. So the thing is, it takes, me, it takes me a lot longer to look better than it does Cassandra. She just naturally wakes up and looks like that. I suppose. You know, I gotta wake <laughs> up. I gotta wash my hair twice. I gotta blow dry it. It's, it's really, it's, it's a mess. But that being said, we never take longer than half an hour to get ready. So okay. I'm guessing your chick takes like what? Hour, hour and a half? Yo. Um, I feel, look, I, I, I used to think it was an hour, then it moved from an hour to two hours, and now it's just like, okay, she's constantly preparing, so that's how I look at it. But, I honestly want to know this. Um, I think the, the most natural question, uh, I would start with would be, uh, have you ever experienced with dick before? Yes, I have. You have? I have. I've, I have experienced dick. Was it because, uh, was it something that... I wasn't desperate. Okay, so you weren't desperate. <laughs> no, no. It wasn't like a decision that, oh my God, I can't have vagina, so now I'll resort to dick. It was more like, okay, you're hot, you're very nice, you tried for six months. Have you always months. been, like, like, like <laughs> at what point, are you one of those people who came out? Yes, I came out when I was 15, so I've always known I've been lesbian. Oh, okay. It was just oh. kind of like... I knew it. Okay. I think it's something you always just really know. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, when did you wake up and realize you're straight? The day I started. Yeah, Yeah, I think I was still young and I found um, my maid, my helper, utterly arousing. That's when I knew that. (laughs) 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 I'm joking. A half maid? (laughs) 
quite sexy. You <laughs> see, <laughs> so I mean, we experience that of our teachers. I think most le- lesbians actually experience that of a teacher at some point to the other, and you go, "God, that teacher's hot! I can't I really wait to go to her." I really had a hot African American science teacher. Yeah. I could watch her for hours talk about the weirdest shits, like chemistry and some weird stuff. I could just watch her for hours, and I realized at that age already in like the sixth grade in America that that was it. I'm lesbian. I'm gonna put you both, you guys, on the spot. Go for it. Go who, for p- it. This is about. who picked who up? So okay, <laughs> Lisa, hold on a second. No, no, I want to tell the okay, story. Okay, fine, you tell it. You tell uh, it. So I made the move. Right? She ran away from me. I did not. I, you know what? Initially, when you look at Cassandra, you know, the first time we met, she's wearing a t-shirt like all lesbians do, wearing torn jeans like all lesbians do. It wasn't torn. Sne- it was torn. No, it was not. It was your torn Akajos jeans. I promise you. I remember that because your ass looked so hot in it. Anyway, so okay. I walked up to her. And uh, I looked at her and she looked 16. The funniest thing is that one of her friends, like a much, much older friend, came around to me, put her arm around me, my body and was like, yo, are you single? Cause, uh, and I looked at her and I'm like, uh-uh, no, 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 very, very much involved because she was not hot. She just, she wasn't my cup of tea. And uh, then she went, oh, actually, you have a fan. And I'm like, oh, really? And she pointed over at Cassandra. I'm like, yeah, I'm single. I'm really very single. I was on a date at the time. I dropped her very quickly. Look at though. this. Oh, wow. She's a double dipper. I do. What I call a double dipper in dates. <laughs> she was dating a girl at the same time as hooking up with me. We actually made it out that night in front of my own mom. We How did. about them apples? Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. So I made the first wow. move. Yes. Yeah, it was like a connection. Weird. Okay, so so what was the, was there a pickup line? What was that was it? used. Mine was like, um, I can show you my ID book just to make sure that you are aware I'm of age. Because she kept on questioning me. Are you I sure? Did. Are you I sure? How old I, are you? I'm like, for fuck's sakes. I am of age. I and I know what to do with a vagina, so Mm-mm. don't worry. <laughs> so here's oh, the funny wow. thing, though, is that when we both met, we mutually agreed that, you know what, let's see how this relationship goes. Because most lesbian relationships, they say on your first date, you bring your pickup van. And that's okay. true. That's really true. Cassandra moved in the second day. I did. To the um, vein of my sister's existence. But uh, Shame. Anyway, so uh, uh, we said we're going to keep it low-key. We're going to keep it casual. You know, we're not going to have sex until we're, like, really, really sure. I think all of that lasted like what? Three days? I don't think even. I it's think it was the second day when we went to Monte Casino. We had that endless coffee chat. <laughs> we did. Endless <laughs> coffee chat. Was it small talk? It was. It was big sexy, talk. Small, big talk. It was over a nice cup of coffee. I was so, like trying to plant her. I'm like, okay, are, am I going to take you home now or what? Do I really have to work that hard for it, Lisa? So, I mean, what's the rule in straight relationships? Yeah. You know, is there like a free date, date rule kind date. of thing? No, not anymore. I, I think, um, um, I don't know whether it's the advent of social media that has made it, um, so liberated. I think now there really aren't any rules, uh, because generally as men, um, we enjoy the thrill of the chase, Mm-mm-mm. even though we're kind of in denial about it. Um, but at the same time, we're happy with you caving in upon sight. The minute I see you, it's on. <laughs> There's an element of judging after that. We will judge you. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean, uh, we wouldn't want to have you back Mm-mm-mm. because we did it on the first night. We had sex on the, uh, on the same night. I think there's just a few small things that you do 
while we're together that determine if I'm going to want to see you again. Mm-mm. One, the amount of words that come out of your mouth while we are hanging out and talking, both before and after sex, and just stay away from, if I bring you to my place, Mm-mm. keep away from touching stuff. <laughs> Keep is, that, away. is that is that your rule or is that no no I've noticed that with a lot of guys my age Mm-mm. we talk about this oh okay. so I've noticed it's sort of standard um st- stay away from just going into rooms without asking what's in there and whatnot <laughs> men find it well most men that I know we find it very uncomfortable Mm-mm-mm. um we would like it doesn't matter even if we we came together and we ended up spending like two days together. Um, let me be the one who says to you, it's okay to go and fetch ABC for yourself. Uh, it's the little things that, um, like that, that maybe not everybody is able to express themselves or say them out. And you're wondering, but look, it looked like we had a good time, but why is it not inviting me back? Sometimes it's as, the the small things, Mm-mm. and you know you you're good looking. You know it was it was a hell of a good time that you both had. But trust me, a man can actually be put off by just those little things. Really, yeah. I don't think it's any different in lesbian relationships. I don't think really? so either. Though. Okay. And I'm and I'm telling you from a female point of view, I don't get women. I seriously, you would think being female that it's so much easier understanding another woman. I don't. Yeah. It's they get They get bitchy for no actually apparent under, reason. No, I believe you. I don't think you guys understand <laughs> each other. Have <laughs> periods. You know? We oh both go words. through those motions. Lisa like knows that, you know, when it's that time of the month when I'm e- usually eating a hell of a lot of fucking food. Yeah. But then she also gets her moods, you know? So then that's when we like steer clear of each other in the morning. Yeah. Just kidding. I mean, we don't wake up with a hard-on or anything like that, but, I mean, we might just as well. Might as well. I think lesbians are very, very sexual. And uh, they actually said that lesbian sex is the best sex. Well, you said that to me before. I said that to you. So, obviously, I wouldn't know. Um, We're going to explore that in just a... You need to have some lesbian sex then, hey? I need to try it. Yeah, no, I need to try it. um, He's thinking. (laughs) Let's... um, then here's the dynamic that I want to understand. Yes. There's always an element of um one part of a relationship being a lot more macho, coming across mm-hmm. as a bit more macho. The other one obviously opposite, a bit mm-hmm. more feminine. Why is that the case? You know, I don't think it's actually just so much as being macho and feminine. That's what people often ask us. They go like, who's the man in the relationship? And yeah. the obvious choice is me. Obviously. Um, because I I don't like dress up like Kaz does at times. And I don't do makeup like Kaz does at times. I don't have the long curly hair. So the obvious choice is they go by look and they go, okay, Lisa, you're the man. But... I mean, Cassandra likes to draw. She likes to draw holes. She likes to put up shit and shelves and she likes to work in the garden. I mean, I don't. I don't like getting my hands dirty. I like being in the kitchen and cooking. And I think there's more an element of you get the person that's the strong one in the relationship that carries the other one. Not necessarily carry in terms of them not being able to carry themselves, but there's always a person that's stronger emotionally. Okay. That, you know, that maybe helps and builds the other person. But then you get times where that person's a little bit broken. 
where that person's a little bit, you know, it's like, I just can't be the strong one right now. And then you switch roles. So that often happens with us. Kaz, I don't know if you agree. I do. I think it's to do with balance. Mm -mm -mm. I think any relationship should consist of a balance. And I think Lisa balances me. And I think it's about that because at my best of times, I think I'm a hot mess. I really am. (laughs) I, I don't think I would know where my left shoe is. But Lisa balances me about that, yeah. And I mean, the thing is about heterosexual relationships is often when I speak to my straight friends, you know, I find that that's a problem for them. Yeah. Is like the man feels like he has to be the strong one all the time. All the time, yeah. And yeah. when the woman comes in and she's like, you know, I can see you need someone. I can see that right now you need someone else that's a bit strong for you. That kind of doesn't happen. You know, and why do men do that? Why do you got to like go there? You know, let the woman be strong for you. I know. I, you know, I, th- I think it's something that we um, we see growing up is the way we were raised. A lot of us, some people are able to break away from it, depending on how well you expose yourself okay. to other cultures and whatnot. But you have to understand even the very idea of um, trying to sort of uh, move away from your culture is frowned upon. Okay. In a lot of cases. So we try so uh, as much as possible to try and um, uh, uh, retain some of that. And it does come through when we're in our relationships at different, uh, in different circumstances and whatnot. So um, not every man is able to put it off. We're not able to switch it off and on. Uh, but I, look, I would, I can only speak for myself. I, I think I don't have any problem with mm-hmm. that. I think I've exposed myself well enough to understand that I don't have to always come across as much. I've got to be able to, to tone down, to be able to accommodate someone else. I can't be intimidating. Mm-mm. It shouldn't get to a point. I think you can be macho without intimidating. Yeah, I think so. Which mm-hmm. is, yeah. And I think a lot of us aren't able to make that distinction. Okay. Yeah. So tell me, what is it the thing with straight men and lesbians? I still, I, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> you know, so, so men why come up and they're so hot. <laughs> why? What is so hot about, about two, two women? Because I've got to be honest, I look at two men together and I, I don't. Disgusted. I, Please tell me you're disgusted. I, I don't, well, Cassandra on the other hand, and I, I, I don't know. She kind okay. of had a thing for gay porn at some time. Yeah, I did. Yes, I, I mean, I, I did, I did. I think for me, it's, <laughs> You picture like this two strong men together for some reason. I don't know. I don't okay, know. I think let's just stop it there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't feel the same and I've never heard of someone that feels like her as well. She is the odd apple in the tree. But why? Am, what odd. is it about two women that's so hot? It's, 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 it's just double the pleasure according to us. Okay. I mean, obviously. Double the boobs. Yeah, the yeah, exactly. It's like double vagina. Like, <laughs> um, but you don't have enough things to put in the double vagina. That's the thing. We do not care about that. We do not care. That's why a, a lot of us, um, we talk such a big game and then in the sack, we suck. Um, we don't never, people think, we don't think things that through. We don't think uh-huh. that far ahead. Like, it's not like I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to turn her up. Uh, we're going to be upside the wall. There's going to be what? No, we do not think that far ahead. Uh-uh. It's just about that nut. Once you bust that nut, a lot of the times it's like, hey, these things, they're all the same. Huh? Have you busted the nut? Yeah. And? <sighs> It's uh, <laughs> yeah. One of no. those things. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, 
Uh, what time is it? Uh, <laughs> Don't worry, there's more than enough time to answer oh, this question geez. before your show starts. I know Prime Circle has just started coming in and everybody's looking very, very excited to have them here, but just ignore them for now. Just yeah, focus no, on I will. this question about that nut. Okay, no, no, let's get, let's move away from the nut. I want to talk about lesbian sex. You talked yes. about how great it is. Okay. From my point of view, I'm sure it's absolutely amazing. But why does it seem like it's hard work? Sometimes you don't want to you that's never been hard work actually been great. Anything so, that you've actually never I mean you sitting here today, yeah. how much work hasn't that been for you? You know, you were telling Gareth about sitting outside a radio yeah. station studio for how many years? Three, five years, odd years. Yeah. Actually just getting a gig as a DJ. Yeah. And when you eventually got it, how did it feel? Obviously there's a yes. sense of relief. You just um that state of euphoria you, you, you go through. So is that the same thing? But yes. then again, the reason why <laughs> I, I'm probably asking this is because, um, you know, sometimes you don't, you really want to skip the process. Okay. And just bust, bust that nut, like that quickly. <laughs> but you know what you do? You, do? Guys have you that. do. You absolutely do. You, you grab her, you do it, you get it done with, and, and that's it. But the, the beauty about it is, the beautiful thing about it is, that emotional connection that you can have, that two, three, four hour long sessions you can have, just spending yeah. the whole day in bed, just, you know, there's a lot of cuddling, a lot of kissing, a lot of talking, and that's just, that's part of the whole experience that I think women crave for in a straight relationship as well, when they're talking about, oh, my man just wants to have sex and then he goes to sleep. Yeah. Now, that's what's amazing about it as well, is that whole emotional connection. And yes, it's hard work. Um, but it also doesn't have to be hard work. I okay. mean, you know, another woman, you know what her body's like, and that's the benefit is you know what you like, and you try that on her body, and it works. Or it doesn't work, and she tells you. And I find that women are more open to discussing what they do like. Like, actually, I kind of like that a little bit more. Remember last time you did that with your tongue and with your fingers? Mm. Mm. So, yeah. Which doesn't happen much with us because exactly. it's like… I mean, but it's not like I can tell you, listen, your penis is too big to me. Can you get a smaller one? <laughs> You know, as a lesbian, you can. Every attachment. You, you, know, you know what, baby? That hurts a little bit. I felt like choking. So, you know, can we, can we tone it down next time a little bit? Here's what I imagine. Well, I think, and I think I speak on behalf of uh, a lot of straight men out there. This is what we imagine it to be. We imagine before sex, two lesbians, what they do is there's a lot of plugging of things, unpacking of things and plugging. And now with load shedding, it's like, it doesn't work. There's no guarantee that something will work. We so that's why. So that, so that's why I said it, it just seems like so much hard work. It's like you guys always have to bring stuff to the party. No, you don't. No, you don't. Okay, that's so just no. the extra part. That's, that's just okay. extra. That's totally extra. Okay, I get so it. I think I get for it. us, it's yeah. I think it's just connection, and I think one thing leads to another. I think sex for us, for lesbians, is about a connection, and because women are so emotional, we are naturally emotional human beings. So, so aren't you the extra. least bit curious though about dick at this stage in your relationship? Look, I mean, let me put it to you this way: I don't find a man unattractive. Okay. I, think, I, know, I think I you're such a beautiful man. And when I was describing you to Cassandra, I said to her, you're so beautiful. I mean, you're very Thank good you. looking. The thing is just that there isn't that sexual attraction, you know. So, no, I'm not curious about it. I don't know if Cassandra, Cassandra, are you still, do you think that you would, wouldn't? I don't know. Hey? No, I, I'm i not curious about men because I've been there before, been there, done that. But okay. um, it wasn't the same for you. I don't. I don't think it was. I think I don't know. I, I've always liked women, and when I dated a guy for about six, seven months, 
we did have sex, so it wasn't like a different dynamic completely for me. So it was more like I knew what to do, how to do it,、mm. you know. But I think it was too much for him at this stage. So yeah, it was okay. Okay, Anil. I hope we've really answered all your questions. I, I think、so、I feel like they're still just so, <laughs> so much. Yeah, there's so much. I think we can continue this conversation outside. Do you want to skip Polito?、Uh, do you want to skip Prime Circle after this? And we just yeah,、skip? you know, I、Are、think we can just、um, <laughs> carry on. But you have to promise me that you let me watch as well. Okay, definitely yeah, next、fine. time. <laughs> I'll book an appointment. All right, guys. So this has been Lisa、Thank、the Lesbian on CliffCentral.com, and you can download the podcast soon. Keep up with me on Lisa the Le- at Lisa the Lesbian on CliffCentral and. And、uh, we'll chat again sometime soon. Jazz. Cliffcentral.com.